0: Today on the Give Me a Full Podcast, I'm your host, Coach Hemi. I'm joined with Coach Mummy and Coach P, our varsity and freshman head coaches. Today we talk about the importance of goal setting, whether that is you know giving your roles to your players or just having them set little mini goals throughout the course of a season. Something I kind of pride myself in as a coach is helping you know young players set goals for themselves either throughout the course of a game or their career. You know I've had some of my players three years now and just What's something you want to accomplish here in high school, whether that be become a varsity starter, be on the varsity team, uh, accomplish eight or nine rebounds in the game? You know, little things like that to kind of help them stay on track with their development and also stay focused throughout the course of a season in a game. We then talk about coaches that have impacted you or mentorship. As a young as a young man, I know mentorship is very important in my life, and I feel like I'm a big mentor or big brother to a lot of my players. So that's something we kind of preach at the high school level. You know, go talk to those people who, you know, have been in in your shoes and kind of ask them things they did when they were your age or things that they want to wish they could avoid. Just to kind of give back and also have the young players understand, hey, at some point I'm going to get older. At some point I'm going to make mistakes. How can I avoid them? And how can I become a better person than I am now? You know, without having to go through all those things. Time is the best teacher. But if I can avoid something someone else already did, why not? Right. Then move on to talking about COVID because yes, it is still here. And how has it affected our season? Some things that we have had to adjust as coaches and as a program to better our players. Also, OCC allowing us to start playing games again on December 18th, so we're really psyched for that. Our first home game against Marysville is Friday, so we're really looking forward to getting a lot of good work in this week during practice. Last but not least, dedication to your team. You know, COVID has kinda wrecked the team building process with, you know, social distancing and not being able to hang out with your friends at, at, after school or even in school. So just kind of trying to find unique ways, whether it be Zoom calls or whatever it is the case may be, to keep your team involved with each other, you know, whether it's weekly text messages or kind of having them group chat moments where, hey, we're all going to talk about one thing or kind of maybe separating them in a way where it is socially acceptable right now during COVID to kind of have those mental health breaks. You know, I tried last two seasons to. At least once a week, I have a 15-minute session with my players and talk about mental health, things that they are interested in. You know, I feel like as a coach, it's really important to kind of let your players know, I'm listening, I care, you can talk to me. You know, a lot of times they don't have those adults in their life that they can do that with. So just want to make sure that, you know, they feel like they're being heard. So I just want to say stay tuned in into the podcast. It's been a great one this week. And subscribe, like, comment, let us know what you think. Here's the show. And welcome to another episode of the Give Me a Full Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Hemi, and I'm welcome uh, to introduce my two great co-hosts. I'm gonna call you guys my co-hosts now because this is kind of like they our are. thing. Yeah, Coach Mummy and Coach Billpot. Hey guys, you guys want to talk? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> hey we, Hemi, that's, that's your our cue. cue. Okay, <laughs> yeah.
1: we're we're still new to this, but that's our cue. So, <laughs> hi, how's it going?
0: I'm doing great. So, how's you guys' life outside of basketball been since the last podcast?
1: Pretty good. Uh, we, well. We're 0-2, the team, but that's unfortunate. I know. But everything else outside of school is going well. That's good. For Staying healthy. Of,
0: yeah, COVID-free. Not much. Not COVID-free so far for the coaching staff. Yep. And we'll just keep it back at that. That's great. Uh, for any of our players out there listening, you guys are awesome because I've told some of them about us. So. All right. They might not ever listen because podcasts to them are for old people. Mm. No one wants to listen to words being spoken to them. <laughs>
1: We'll
0: get into it. They, if they can't sit in front of a computer for a Zoom class, I don't think they're going to listen to me and you, us two especially, <laughs> talk for about 20 I to 40. They might minutes. listen
1: to Coach P. Yeah, they I'm might really.
0: listen to Coach P, but I, they already hear enough from me, and you're the coach, so they probably listen to you.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, but let's just get right into it. So uh, we got a few topics today. I got a great list of topics. Send it to you guys so you guys have some time to study, so you guys don't feel thrown off. Okay, We're going to jump into it. Um, so goal setting right goal setting i think in life in general is is huge i said i'm a goal achiever since i was uh i think maybe like i can almost remember nine ten years old i set a goal i hit it and i move on to the next thing that's kind of been something i've been told i need to kind of chill on because i sometimes have to bask in my reaching my goal i was told mm-hmm. i recently got a new car you guys know mm-hmm. and Very the next nice. day i said okay the next car is gonna be this and i was told hey relax, enjoy it, right. you worked hard, but the importance of setting goals, right,
1: mm-hmm.
0: is that something you do in your life, you guys, and just give me a few maybe coaching goals you've had and also you have now.
1: Yeah, so I mean, I, growing up, I always set goals for myself as a kid as well, um, most of the time it was just, you know, your goals are like, hey, in two years I'm going to be like here, and I want to do this, uh, you know, after college, I'm going to do this, but Until I actually went into college and did a lot of college interviews, I never they always ask you, what's your five year plan and what's your 10 year plan? And I'm like, how am I supposed to know? Right. (laughs) Uh, So like it actually became something I was working on, Um, you know, as I was coaching college. I'm like, okay, I really do need to focus on my five year plan and my 10 year plan. You know, it's crazy to say, but with COVID, it actually changed everything. Um, My university obviously was shut down. So it was um, out of the college coaching realm into high school now, mm-hmm. which is totally fine. But it wasn't one of my goals for five years down the road and surely not 10. But I think um, if you don't achieve your goal or it doesn't quite come to you, you can always, you know, relook, revisit, make new ones. I think it's very important,
0: though. 100%. And I've got a caveat to that. It's also You know, life things happen. You readjust, you refire, right? I mm-hmm. was in the military for eight years. First time shooting a gun was in the military, the first time you shoot it, you're probably going to miss. You rescope, right. you know, do what you got to do, change your windage, and, you, you, re, you know, read, readjust and refire. So that's something I feel like is important as well, because mm-hmm. that's basketball, yep. you know. You miss your first shot, you don't stop shooting, mm-hmm. you know. How about you, Coach P? Yeah,
2: I, um, I had this big plan out of high school that I wanted to be in biomedical marketing, oh, wow. and I was set <laughs> on it. I was set. And I took my first, uh, I think it was anatomy class in college and knew right then it wasn't for me. <laughs> um, so it's just that constant readjustment of, mm. of goals and when something doesn't work out, you know you do have to reassess and find the right path and yeah. know that it's gonna be okay if, you don't, if it doesn't go as planned. Um, but as long as you continue making goals for yourself and pushing yourself to reach them, then yeah. you're gonna be all right. <laughs>
0: Okay, now as a player, you guys both played in college. What was maybe one of your thing, your goals out of high school, and then once you got to college, as far as far as basketball.
1: Um, well, in high school, my goal was to reach a thousand points. Right. I was very, uh, shy of that. But was I, was your... not, I was 998.
0: Oh, and oh. Gee, that's, that's yeah, awesome though, right? Yeah, it's like though, two right? more
1: free throws, right? And yeah, it was that's kind awesome. of a bummer. <laughs> kind of a bummer. But, um, and then in college, I really, I wasn't the scorer, so I was more of the defensive player, but I really, um, prided myself on rebounding. Yeah. So I wanted to get at least 500. I went to junior college mm-hmm. for two years and then on the next year to a four-year university so at the junior college I wanted to get 250 rebounds and then when I went on to play um at Urbana I wanted to get 250 more so that way I'd have like at least you know 500 in my career and I actually got 700 that's a big total collegiate yeah and I was a small guard you know I played a little bit of forward Mm. but those were like my big like goals for myself and then always maintain a really good gpa Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, yeah. I had my name on the wall, I had it on the wall at Urbana for NA, NAI Academic All-American. Oh, cool. So I graduated with a 4.1, wow. um, and then, oh, applause me, was yeah. sh- oh, cool. <laughs> um, so, you know, academics was really important to me.
0: That's something I don't think our players know that Coach Mummy, their varsity head coach, who's not very tall, by the way had those many rebounds. Yeah. That's something a lot of I would think, I players would I love to go generally. after offensive...
1: Like, I love to soar through the air and come up with that ball. It's no matter just, if I was shooting it, you know, putting it back or passing it out. I, I love that. It is
0: something nice just when great. you outwork somebody mm-hmm. and you tell them about it. Hey, this is mine. Give me that.
1: <laughs> we, mm-hmm.
0: we have a drilling practice. I don't know if you heard it, Coach P, once or twice. So I tell them, throw it off the glass, just yell out loud. Give me that.
1: That's My good. Name,
0: it's stupid. It's, they hate it because, you know, oh, it's just corny. But just for me... Saying that is telling us, but this is my area, it's my ball. I'm gonna outwork you. Yeah. You know, what's that mindset of, you know, just hey, I'm gonna go get this. You know. Yeah. How about you, Coach Pete?
2: Yeah, I had a similar goal, a thousand points, and I was about a hundred short. Um, I tore yeah, that's my. ballers in <laughs> here, man. I tore my high ACL. School, high school. <laughs> yeah, high school. Yeah. Three <laughs> <She's> high still, <laughs> school. Still, a thousand points is crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I tore my ACL my senior year, mm. so didn't get to play. Mm. Um, So pretty bummed about that. Um, And then obviously just getting to college playing in college was Mm -hmm. a huge goal Um, Got that didn't actually get to play in college Mm because my knee just Wouldn't let me Um, but I got there and that was huge. I got to stay a part of the team all four years Um, You know keeping grades up keeping, you know, I got to learn a lot of coaching skills from being on the bench. Um so, so just being on the sidelines, yeah. it's learning, it's you know. Yeah, it's
1: sometimes more beneficial well, that's like, than That's playing. a skill
0: itself too though, just yeah. to be able to analyze yeah. and everything yep. else. Right. Yep.
2: I tried to be a sponge and mm-hmm. um, I think that's helped so far in, in my coaching jobs. So um, yeah, I mean back to just having to adapt to
0: yeah.
2: life. So
0: I know we have a player, Jocelyn.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I coached her on the, my JV team my first year here, three years ago, when she was a freshman. And I would, you know, we saw the talent she had. You see it now. That's mm-hmm. her first year of being her uh, head coach. You, I would assume you see mm-hmm. it as well, Coach P. I try and give her that piece of advice for every season: pick three goals for the season to accomplish, and then have those, you know, mini goals throughout throughout the games. You know, each game, hey, I'm gonna go out there and try and get five assists because mm-hmm. you know those everyone wants to score. Right, Coach, I'm not scoring, I'm not playing well. Okay, do other things. <laughs> hey, try and always be in help when you're supposed to be there, right? Just three. Th- I, I give Trinity three things every game. Mm-hmm. Just three. If you do those three things, you will play, and you will have a successful game. Sprint the floor hard, rebound, and for her, try and block every shot you can. Because, you know, sometimes you're not going to be out there the whole game, right. while you're out there, I want you to be impactful, you know? And I feel like it's important. And you gave the girls, beginning of the season, their roles. Right, and I feel like that's kind of a a goal in itself to kind of be that the best role player, or play that best role, the best way they can. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's really important. You know, I don't feel like the last few years we haven't really had that as far as hey, this is what you need to do on the team to make the team successful, right. And also be the best player you can be. Mm-hmm. You know, in your playing career, was that something that a coach maybe did for you?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think so. Like they pretty much flat out told you in college, like this is your role, and yeah. if you're not, if you don't want to fulfill it, then oh you wow, can hit the door. I mean, that's it's serious. Okay. <laughs> it's, yeah, and you know, like that. Like I said, when I went to Urbana, my role wasn't really to score. Mm-hmm. It was you're gonna stop their one of their best players, and you're gonna rebound for us. And so when I, you know, I try to drive and I try to make opportunity for my teammates because my coach pretty much said don't shoot in a nice, not-so-nice way. Not
0: nice now, way, okay, but... this is in college, right? Yeah. So I got a question. I'll, I'm going to get to you, Coach Pete, in a second. <laughs> when it comes to the college games, I feel like a lot of high school players don't understand this. That coach recruited you to come here, and you know they want you here. Mm-hmm. At the same time, they want to win. Right. And there might be some hard truths that yeah. you might have to deal with as a young player, 18, 19 years old. You know, tell me, like, the mindset you had when your coach, you were almost 1,000 points scoring in high school. Which says, "Hey, this is not what you're here to do." Right. What is your mindset then?
1: Uh, it was tough. Um, it took me a while to adjust, like my junior year for sure. Um, because when I was at my junior college, mm-hmm. I would pass up shots, and he would be like, "Shoot the ball," yeah. or he would be like, "We need you to score," because at the junior college it was like, you know, you had five really good teammates, and then it was, you know, some other girls maybe not as skilled, but you know. But when you when I went on to my four-year university, everybody was like. There, you know, there was not anyone like, it it was a tough adjustment, Mm -hmm. Um, but clearly, you know, from junior college division two, there's going to be, right? But when I got there, he clearly said, this is who I've recruited. Mm -hmm. This is where your role will be. If you don't want to fulfill that role, you know, you're going to, we had a JV team at that time. Not many uh, college programs have 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 JV, but he told me if you don't want to be on the varsity team, you'll play JV. Mm -hmm. I've never played JV in my life. Ooh. Um, so scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, he said we have plenty of scorers. I just need you on the defensive end. So, so
0: Coach P, same with you. Cause you. Said you didn't, you didn't, you need. Kept you from playing a lot in college. Mm-hmm. So let's go to the high school level real quick. With you, have you or any of your friends at the time experienced? Hey, I know you're good at this, but I need you to be better at this because it helps the team.
2: Absolutely.
0: Has that ever happened to you or?
2: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. We had a, a couple girls that were over six feet and they all they wanted to do was shoot threes. And, you know, it was like, I know. <laughs> the coach was just so frustrated. And, you know, at that level, it's like, you know, they're just doing what they can. Yeah. But by the end, and when we got like up into tournaments and stuff like that, when they would get in there and rebound and do what the coach told them, this is what yeah. you need to hit. We were so good yeah um, mm-hmm. so yeah you gotta listening is a huge part and especially at the high school level when you know you, th- you think you know everything and you're right about everything you got to listen to your outside sources mm-hmm. and, and listen to the things that they see in you um, because it, it makes a huge difference. Uh-huh.
0: I definitely agree with you there. I still remember my fourth grade coach. I feel, maybe I've told you guys a story. Coach Lee he was the hardest dude ever at the time in my life. I, he, I was more scared of him my father at that time because you got the practice and he was drill sergeant you not on the line you not doing what you need to do we were doing six inches duck walks wow. doing planks i didn't know what this stuff was in fourth grade i'm like what we were, we were really good we we're fast and we were hungry because he put that in us and i don't, sometimes i don't see that you know you after our game against jonathan alder you had a great speech to our, our girls hey I don't like to lose mm-hmm. you know when your goals is to come in here in this program and turn it around you know when you want to hit that goal
1: right.
0: you want them to go on the train so yeah that was actually a really good topic I love, you guys gave me a lot of good insight
1: yeah okay. <laughs> we're
0: gonna move on to our next thing um, mentors or any mentees you guys might have but any mentors in the coaching life that you guys have either looked at and follow them from afar or somebody to in your like person that you can, uh, can call and have asked ask questions or, you know, just get feedback. You guys got anybody like that in your life? Or, and how important is mentorship?
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of my old coaches, like, even dating back to, like, sixth grade when mm-hmm. it was my dad, and mm-hmm. he was my, you know, rec league or whatever, youth league coach. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, all the way through, I can lean on, him i can lean on my junior high coaches high school coaches jv even though like they weren't my coach um you know i still reach out to them constantly and you know ask for feedback and keep in touch with them just because you know you you never want to lose those contacts that have been so impactful in your life so yeah yeah, they're they're huge the prior coaches prior teachers even are huge Mm. like Mm -hmm. you know i reach out to them for life advice yeah it's just it's great Great
0: to have. Oh, my goodness. I keep forgetting she's so much younger than us, man. Oh, my teachers, I, I don't talk to my old teachers. Good Lord.
1: That's uh, crazy. I know. I think uh, my biggest mentor was probably my um, junior college coach. Mm. He was probably in his uh, mid-60s. He oh. was kind of older, but he had a lot of coaching experience. He yeah. loved John Wooden, so you can just kind of think about like how he coached and yeah. like how he demanded you know, everything like you didn't take a possession off and you, you know, you got after it and like just those old school style. And I really like took that to heart and Mm -hmm. I wanted to like do everything I could to, you know, basically please my coach. Um, and you know, and then my, my sister, she was, um, when I got my job at Sydney, she was already the high school coach Mm -hmm. uh, for soccer and she had back to back championships for conference championships for soccer so, like, I really looked to her to when I started my career in coaching um, at the high school level to really, like, feed off her and see how she, like, got the girls to buy in and, like, do all those little things. So she helped me a- along the way at Sydney, you know, That's to awesome. where I am.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, my older how cousin, he coached maybe about four, four, five years before me in Cleveland. He was an AAU coach, and he won a lot of ch- tournaments, a lot of championships. And then he got into the high school game. He was JV coach first, and now he's the head coach at Shaw High School in Cleveland, Ohio. And I just, you know, he played college basketball. He went through the grind. Mm-hmm. Went to community college for two years. Went to, you know, a whole bunch of different colleges trying to play. And he finally found his home at Fairmont State and went overseas and played. And he's somebody I looked up to as a player. But also just his drive when he became a coach to just want to be great for the kids mm-hmm. and also – explain to them and show them, like, hey, if you want to do this, there's a life that you can have by just playing basketball the right way. You know, and that's something I've always tried to teach my players. Basketball is fun, but it's also a game that can tell you a lot about, show you a lot about who you are Mm -hmm. and about life. You know, like you said in our game the other day, there's a a ball in front of a player. You want them to go get that ball. Mm -hmm. There shouldn't be no, I'm tired or, and -hmm. like in life, when when you say you want to do something, you put your all into it, whether right. that be your career, your relationship, mm-hmm. your friends, your family, whatever that may be, if you wanna be there, like practice,
1: right.
0: you gotta wanna be there. And that's one thing he's showing me. Hey, when you when you show up in the gym, you put the work in and it shows for itself in the game. You know, he was a two year all American at a school he went to two years. Two year all American. I'm like, that right there showed me like I can do anything that's I want. Like it was <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah.
0: And School schools, leading scorer. score. He was there two years. Right? It's crazy.
1: Yeah.
0: He's also 6'5", 240. He's a big dude. <laughs> Seven foot wingspan. So he's a big it's a big dude. But it's like, you know. So, yeah, mentoring, in my opinion, is really big. You know, I feel like it's something that I try and do for the kids, whether they see it right. or not. Somebody can call on or, hey, coach, got something going on at home. What do you think? Or what's up? You know, because we've all been there. Mm-hmm. Or had a friend who's been there. You right. know. So, thanks for sharing that, guys. Yeah. We appreciate that. Okay, let's talk about the last week of practice. So it's we, like I know,
1: we we we, <laughs> a lot we of found out
0: we have a home game, and today is Tuesday, in three days.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How was last week, and this upcoming week, what is your goals for the upcoming game?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, we got to play two games last week, right? Mm-hmm. So that was a positive, in, in my opinion, because we're coming into Friday night's game, with some experience at least, uh, where Marysville has not played. Um, so I feel like we have a little bit of the upper hand in that um, in that game. But I think us playing Monday and then practicing Tuesday and then playing again Wednesday, I thought we were a little tired. I thought um, our conditioning maybe wasn't there as where it should have been. And that worries me because we play back-to-back this weekend. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to have a very quick turnaround um, from Friday to Saturday. Mm-hmm. So we really need to, you know, make sure that hopefully we can sub a little more Friday to save a little bit of our legs and whatnot on on Saturday. But I think for the most part we had a, a good practice last week. I think we had a solid practice yesterday. We did a lot of rebounding. Um, that's definitely our focus for the week mm-hmm. um, and taking care of the ball. It's
0: the two biggest things in basketball: don't turn it over and don't let a team get it if they miss. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Coach P, your second game's coming up.
2: Yeah. Friday. How you feeling about it? I feel good. Um, I mean, it was great that we got to play because it's really hard to drill and drill and drill and, and not really know where the gaps are. So um, our game, like, you know, we were able to figure out where the gaps were. Um, and, you know, we've been working on that this week, last week. So hopefully you know we'll find new gaps on yeah. friday mm-hmm. um but hopefully we can patch the gaps that we had on our first game that's that's the hope yeah.
1: so what about you kimmy oh man
0: i didn't want to talk about me
2: <laughs>
0: but, but,
1: but we had a first good first, first half first right
0: my jv team played really well in my opinion we came had a great first half
1: mm-hmm.
0: couldn't get the w unfortunately but like i we talked about it was the first game of the year and we didn't think we were going to play. Mm-hmm. And I wanted, to, my mindset was hey, ladies, let's have fun.
2: Right.
0: You know, I want to win, but at the same time, we need to work. So let's just see what we can do and how it looks. And we're still kind of figuring things out. And I was pleased.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I want to go into Friday with a little more of, of an intense mindset mm-hmm. of, hey, we saw what we could work on. We did that. We know we can play better. We will. Let's go and put our will on Marysville. Right. And that's something I'm hoping that uh, all around our all three teams here yeah. do is, you know, to start putting their will or like on the other teams, right. you know.
1: I think those first games were jitters, oh, a couple of them, you know, me too. you guys, you know, for your first game at least. And then, you know, we played a really good team, mm-hmm. but you know, I thought we had a really good first half. We were only down by 10 to a, a veteran team, so yeah. I was I was happy with last week. You know, I think we let one slip away on Wednesday, but it happens. Mm-hmm. I think we just Learn from that and go back to go back to practicing
0: hard. Go back to the drawing board. Mm-hmm. That's that's. I'm just ready. To, you know, I'm I'm ready to play. we were supposed to play today. Bishop Harley if the schedule permitted, but you know, I was looking to say like, man, it's just a varsity game. Mm-hmm. But sometimes
1: Still. I get
0: I get more <laughs> I get locked in. Yep. Not saying it's not. You know, I don't get locked in on my team, but because I'm not the one coach. Right. <laughs> you know, as mm-hmm. an assistant. Yeah. I'm locked in because I'm making sure I'm. You know.
1: Helping, Talk, any, way helping you can. any way I, I can,
0: you know. And that's why I love Coach P when she's on my my bench when I'm coaching. It's like I know she's doing what I'm doing for you, mm-hmm. and it helps me when I'm like, "Hey, can you do?" And I know she's gonna be right on it. So, but well, yeah, I'm I'm kind of like more super intense doing the varsity games because right. our varsity team, yet yeah, that last game against Jonathan Order, we looked really good. Mm-hmm. We were doing stuff I didn't see last year from our girls. Right. Like, I'm we we missing shots and we're not. Dragging our head, right? We turned the ball over and a few times. Hey, we turned the ball over. Let me sprint my butt back and try and get a stop. Versus right. last year, just
1: quit kind of stopping, stopping. It's like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm upset feel sorry for me. Yeah, and I'm. Right.
0: I saw some fight, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I felt like when I first met you, that's something you had, and you starting the girls starting to pick that up, and that's great, you know. Yeah. Uh,
1: Let's yeah. hope we get two. All of us get two W's this weekend. <sighs> if That'd we be nice.
0: some, if We can get three W. <laughs> In three games, in four days. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Woo. All
0: right, we're going to go to our last topic of the day. Dedication to the team on and off the court, or team building. Mm-hmm. So, we, we, first podcast, we explained this is you guys' first year. Well, not your first year here, but your first year with the uh, varsity, varsity program. Your first year here at mm-hmm. Thomas. And we talked about culture last time, last episode. Have you, with Kobe, you're not really able to do any team building, but... How are you in practice trying to maybe, you know, keep the spirits up and have everybody kind of have that cohesion?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, when we have special announcements or like if there's something I feel like, you know, need to share with all the groups, you know, I try to at least bring them in. So we're we still feel united and as one, um, you know, it's so hard practicing in separate yeah. gyms, but I understand we have to. But I think it's just, you know, knowing that no matter if you're a freshman or a, you know, sophomore or if you're on freshman or JV, you know, or varsity, like, we're all one. Um, and I'm trying to make sure that the kids understand that, you know, because uh, I, don't, I don't like being separated, you know. Yeah. And then when we did have those moments where we were able to practice together, I thought it did us some good because my kids, you know, see your kids getting after it, clapping, rooting for each other, being really, like, you know, involved. And mm. I think that helps my kids realize, oh, well. You know, we're the varsity team. We're not yeah. even, you know, doing some of that stuff. Yeah. So I appreciated, you know, being in the gym together. I think that kind of brought us together a little bit.
0: I liked it too. This is like, uh, that's not really something I've done in the past with my JV team. We're usually kind of doing our own thing. But being the JV girls and the varsity girls, being able to see the varsity, I'm the first, sorry, the freshman being able to see the varsity, I feel like it's very important, mm-hmm. especially in practice. Games is one thing. Right. But in practice, they're like, oh, the var- that's the varsity. That's the varsity program. Mm -hmm. they get after it they're fast they're physical they're always talking coaches into it it's not when prices where okay we're gonna i don't know we're gonna tie our shoes and then we're gonna dribble (laughs) left and to right no it's hey Mm we got a schedule let's go you know going
1: right
0: coach p yeah
2: that's that's one of this topic is just one of the toughest things for this year especially like you know like you said the fact that the freshmen in JV can't watch the varsity games in the gym. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they might go live stream it, but you don't know if it's they really live stream it. And yeah. it's different. They're not sitting in the gym, getting the vibes from the team. Um, so that's that's really tough. But, you know, we've tried to do things like having each other in the gym. Like we got to break out in groups once and do mm-hmm. the, yeah. like, mental health exercise where they got in small groups and they were able to talk through articles and personal experiences and stuff like that just it makes the biggest difference when you can have cohesion off the court it can really translate Mm -hmm. on the court so I mean it's so hard to to stay together when everyone has to be six feet apart all the time and you know we're all separated um but I mean we've made the best that we possibly can for this year
1: for our team I got I got the next the next one for Christmas break Oh really? Yeah, we're okay. gonna talk about that little incident with Florida football.
0: Oh, how okay. it cost them!
1: How yeah. it co- might have cost them a playoff game.
0: Oh, gee.
1: Did you see that? I did not. You didn't see that? No. no. Did you see it? Mm-mm. Oh man! You guys not watching ESPN? <laughs> I just
0: watched a stream everything. So
1: it was third down, right? Mm-hmm. Florida gets a stop. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like they all, all they have to do is go back on the field and kneel. But the kid got so hyped that when he tackled the LSU player, the LSU player's shoe came off. And like I said, third down, they got to stop. But the Florida kid takes the shoe, throws it 20 yards down the field to get unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. LSU continues their drive, makes a game-winning field goal. Oh, my god! So that kid that was hyped, but instead of just running and celebrating on the other side of the field with your – Teammates yeah. decided I'm gonna be cool and take his shoe and throw it down the wow. field. So, just like those little, you know, like instant a game changer. Like, how would you react? Mm-hmm. What do you? What would you do if that you were that person's teammate? What would you do if you're oh, that person? Goodness. You know. So I just got little tidbits on that, and then yeah. you know, find some other cool little yeah. stories like that. But I think it just is eye awakening, mm-hmm. right? Because you don't in that moment you're so hyped. And you realize it. You don't realize it, but you have to. You have to. Tame your emotions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I I think that'll be kind of like the next topic. Snowball Absolutely. effect. Right? Yeah. I, I like yeah, that. I like that. Cause, you know, because I know there's a couple of our players. Uh, not gonna name any names. You yeah. know, that shot a three, very hyped, and you know they like to shoot arrows to the other coach or to their fans in the stands. <laughs> you know, and and yeah, okay. We're you know we're kids, but to me that's
0: you know better. not sportsmanship, know better. right? Yeah. Right,
1: or you know shishin' you know somebody oh, if, I, if they're you, you know air ball air ball and you make a three and then you you know so just like that little stuff yeah i think that'll be a good topic over christmas oh, we, break 100 yeah,
0: 100 when we got some downtime
1: they don't mm-hmm. realize oh coach
0: just one it's just one turnover That one turnover changed momentum but you're right it, they yeah, don't understand i know <laughs> so that's a whole week going at thing 25 30 minutes by <laughs> yeah. itself
1: i know uh
0: was there anything else you guys want to talk about today
1: I don't think you know, so. I, I appreciate it. I mean, this is fun. This is.
0: Yeah. I, I told you guys. I know. And i am get into it. And this is on EP two.
1: I know. You know we got shout some out more... to
0: everybody that's been listening so far.
1: What oh, was it guys? live?
0: No, it's not live. Oh, okay. I just say Okay, that. shout so,
1: out. Though. When they do listen,
0: <laughs> when they do listen, they'll be like, "Hey, they're trying to be
1: out." You
0: know. We're really cool. Yeah, we. I, I think we are. Yeah, you know, if I it know. wasn't for COVID, I thought we would hang out more.
1: I know. Sure. Really. We really
0: would. Especially down at uh, JT's. Is it JT's? get
1: some pizza. Shout out to some JT's. So I need to see if
0: they want to sponsor us.
1: <laughs> I know. That
0: might be a thing. Uh, but like I said, this is the Give Me a Full podcast with Coach Hemi, Coach Mummy, and Coach P. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next time.